Glad you're still alive. Why do I have a tree for you today? We're gonna learn all about the Illuminati and the Alien World Order with Len Caston on Buzzsaw with Sean Stone on Gaia. It's uploaded May 2017. Strongly urge everybody to get a Gaia subscription. If you want to know what's going on in the universe, if you want the best programming in the universe, tired of this dumbed down bullshit, reptilian bullshit. <coughs> reptilian bullshit. It's a good punk song. Anyway. Let's get started. Stuff is mine. This, if you want your mind to be blown, this is this is it. And uh, you know what they say about fact is stranger than fiction. This is proof. It's the Trista Fela show. And this is Gentleman from the LP Gentleman. Gentleman also features in its title track a defining masterpiece of Fela's lyric writing sung in broken English by Fela in call and response with Africa 70s backing vocalists. I believe the backing vocalists were his wives. Some of his 23 or 27 wives, I forget. Which he married all at once and also divorced all at once. <laughs> It's a it's a Muslim it's Muslim society in Nigeria as well as well I mean it's there is Muslim faith there is strong as well as the uh, you know Philakuti talks about you know before there was Islam we had our own traditions. Kind of like Christianity. Before it was Christianity and Islam, we had our own traditions. Stuff is for mind control. <clears throat> is there an alien world order? Let's take the bus. That's <laughs> kind of a cool opening sequence. It's like TVs blowing up. Buzzsaw with Sean Stone. Welcome to Buzzsaw, where we cut through the mainstream narrative to explore the hidden truths. I'm your host, Sean Stone, and with me today is Len Caston. He has his BA from Cornell University, where he majored in psychology and minored in literature and philosophy. He has written several books that have gained worldwide... This... One of his books is called Secret Journey to Planet Serpo. Maybe this is about the, um, I want to say draconians. Draco, you know the term draconian measures? A true story of interplanetary travel by Len Caston, K-A-S-T-E-N. Worldwide attention. Serpo. Secret Journey to the Planet Serpo and his most recent book, Alien World Order. Uh, the Reptilian Plan... <clears throat> to divide and conquer the human race. Today, he gives us his view on what might be in store for the planet. So, 
imagine there's only about 1800 of uh reptile reptiles underneath the um uh, you know subterranean in their subterranean quarters but and there are seven billion of us but they're still able to to um control us to their hybrids i have to start by asking about the planet serpo book because it's actually uh it i think led to this most recent book and it's one of those stories that many people have probably never heard of but essentially there was a 13-year journey as i understand it by a dozen u.s military um astronauts to planet Serpo uh, and this was back in the 1960s so why don't you tell us uh, what you believe happened well the whole story was really told by Steven Spielberg in Close Encounters really that final scene showed the Americans departing for the alien planet but what happened was it was an agreement between the DIA the DIA was in charge of this operation uh, between the aliens and um, and the DIA that we would send <clears throat> 10 people to their planet and they would leave one here. It was the exchange program is what it was. <laughs> and uh, by the time it actually happened, Kennedy was dead. So they had to go to Johnson and get approval to continue with it. And he said, uh, they're not gonna show up anyway, go ahead with it. He didn't think what happened, but it did. And they landed here uh, at um, Holloman Air Force Base at first, and then in the uh, Nevada test site. That's where they took our 10 people on board. And so uh, Planet Serpo is in the Zeta Reticula star system. Yes, so it is. Yeah. Are these grays that we're talking about? No, kind of no, they're not grays. These, these are very, uh, these are very uh, I would say, I would call them good, kindly disposed, uh, helpful beings. Like ET. And uh, very open and very generous and very sharing. We were lucky. They were the ones that crashed at Roswell. That's how this all began. There was one survivor, and because there was one survivor, that opened it up to the, to the exchange program. Mm -hmm. Now, this is based on interviews you've had with uh, people around the project or the documentation? Documentation mostly by the DIA put out there at the, on the Serpo website, which is now huge. Serpo.org. Uh, interview with uh, interview <coughs> Bill Ryan. And Bill was the one who created the website and had the most information. I'm gonna check out that anonymous. website. Anonymous was the one. An ex, anonymous was an ex-DIA uh, officer who revealed the information to the website. And Bill just put it all together. But I did talk to Bill for about two hours. And so, you have no idea who the astronauts were. There's no way to actually find these people and try to interview them. No, they're all dead now. They're all dead now. The last one died in, uh, I believe, 2012 in Florida. But you know personally who some of these people are? No. The Air Force has been very rigorous in keeping that a secret. We don't know who they were. And do we know what they discovered in their journey? Oh, yeah. It's all, it was all in a... 3,000-page debriefing document that they gave to the DIA and the Air Force Office of Special Intelligence when they returned. They were there for 13 years, not 10 years. Mm -hmm. They wanted to stay for 10, but they lost track of time because of the situation they were in. The aliens had, uh, Servo had two suns in the sky. It was very difficult to, uh, to keep track of passage of time. So they stayed three years more yeah, than it was... <clears throat> That's totally interesting that there were two suns in the sky because um, 
I did this painting once. It was kind of like a Rousseau painting, but in the in the painting there were two um, two suns in the sky, and um, yeah, there used to be two suns, I believe, uh, um, from planet Earth as well. Ground control to me, um They were supposed to. And what were they doing while they were there? They were given a free hand by, by the aliens. They were investigating, taking notes. Uh, that was their job. Their job was to learn as much as they could, especially about technology. Mm -hmm. Technology was really the reason for it, uh, because we needed that technology in the 60s, because we knew that... <coughs> that uh, there was a German-based group in Antarctica that were not necessarily our friends, and by getting information from the, from the, from the uh, Serpo people, we, we hope to balance that equation. Now, these are the Nazis that had escaped you, and utilized uh, some form of alien technology. I wanted to ask <clears throat> what happened to Hitler, if it's true about, uh, you know, Brazil or whatever. But probably not going to ask about yes. that. In, Aust in, Antarctica. In, in Antarctica. And so currently... Uh, That's why Admiral Byrd was sent there uh, under Operation High Jump to destroy the base, but he didn't succeed. But you're saying ultimately, based on the, on, the, on the technology that we got from the people from Serpo, that we were able to acquire that base or subdue it, or what is the current status? No, we weren't able to do anything about it. That's why Antarctica has remained an international continent. Uh, no. We haven't destroyed it. Do you know what kind of technology was utilized for this fast? It must have been about the speed of light traveling to that distant star system in this period of time. According to Anonymous and according to the website, they used uh, travel through a wormhole. And anything else about the world that they could explain or describe? It was a barren planet, and it wasn't a very pleasant place to live. I don't think any of us would ever want to live there. It was uh, a police state. Uh, they were controlled completely from a central location, but they were very kind and sharing people. And they opened up anything we wanted, they gave us the information. So our people came back with a tremendous amount of information, which went into that 3,000-page debriefing document, and now remains locked up in a vault at, at uh, Bowling Air Force Base. The last time oh, yeah. I heard about it was Bowling. Right. And bowling. so based on... You research into this project. Um, how did that lead to your new book about the alien? I need border? to rewind. Is it Boeing or Bowling? Locked up bowling. In a vault at at um, Bowling Air Force Base. B O L L I N G Bowling Air Force Base. Can we do a FOIA on that? <clears throat> the last time I heard about it was Bowling. Right. And so, based on your research into this project, um, how did that lead to your new book about the alien world order? It was really, really not connected, except it proved to me that we've been dealing with aliens for quite a long time, since the 60s. And uh, once I became convinced of that, I realized that it was a much larger subject that needed to be explored. But I came to the conclusion and uh, that the, the, the what we call the Ebens were not greys, and they were not connected with the reptilians. The Ebens being the ones from Zerpa? Yeah, we gave them that name. That's based on uh, extraterrestrial biological entities. That's how why do we call them what they call themselves? I don't know. Why do we have, always have to give them our name? Um, 
Makes it yes, makes it difficult to track what's going on, but that's probably what they want. They've become humans ever since. I've heard one description of planet Earth from <clears throat> a presumed insider that essentially it's a way station, basically for many aliens to come through and either, I'm not sure about refueling, but essentially to, to stop and, and take a look around. Um, perhaps they have underground facilities here, but the point being that it's more of a way station for a lot of, of aliens crossing rather than just the main ones that, that we talked about. That makes sense. That really does make sense. I hadn't heard that, but it, it fits in perfectly with what I know about it. So now let's talk about the new book, The Alien World, because it's very much galactic history. Perhaps they have underground facilities here, but the point being that it's more of a waste, waste of for many aliens to come through and pin that on them. And so they become the Ebens ever since. I've heard one description of planet Earth from a presumed insider that essentially it's a way station basically for many aliens to come through and either i'm not sure about refueling but essentially to to stop and and take a look around um perhaps they have underground Tour. facilities here but the point being that it's more of a take way station a for a lot of, of aliens crossing rather than just the main ones that, that we talked about that makes sense that really does make sense i hadn't heard that but it, it fits in perfectly with what what i know about it so now let's talk about the new book, The Alien World. I heard another description on, on another program in Gaia, which is a part in another podcast, previous podcast, that um, uh, Earth <clears throat> to them is uh, is kind of like universe. It's kind of like Cam- going to Cambridge or. Uh, in terms of of studying because we have the it's the diversity here where we are kind of like a, like a museum or something i think because uh, they've been doing experimentation here for you know millennia eons world order because it's very much galactic history <clears throat> and with galactic history obviously none of us have been around long enough to know what did happen in the distant past and there are very few records there's a you know, few ancient texts like the sumerians and oral traditions obviously of the different peoples of the planet so what are the main re- uh, sources that you used for this book the main source was written by somebody named robert morning sky who uh, recorded this because the information came from his grandfather, who was an alien, was also a uh, Native American. Uh, it all started with a crash on the alien on the uh, Native American reservation, and his grandfather was one of six people, six young men who took care of the surviving alien and nursed him back to health. They called him Beck T. And over a period of years following that, Beck T. How do they spell that? This history. And his grandfather was one of six people, six young men, who took care of the surviving alien and nursed him back to health. They called him Beck T. And over a period of Beck T. How much want to bet they like called him by his real fucking by its real fucking name? He revealed this history of our planet and the galaxy to them. History of our planet. There you go. That's a good. And wanted to. It's a good title for this podcast. Uh, uh, <clears throat> um, history of the planet. You know, this is this this uh, this program. You know, if uh, if <clears throat> fuckface Biden put me in charge of uh, 
Department of Education, this would be part of the national curriculum. Um, you know, I'm, I would, uh, <clears throat> I'm, you know, just check it with, uh, check it with the uh, debriefing document that's in Bowling Air Force Base. And uh, if it's true, then then um, put it in the curriculum. Have to get a degree, a master's degree in this subject, but they all laughed at him. Right. Right. Well, <laughs> it's difficult to uh, convey they? these concepts, but let's start with <clears throat> Wait. essentially because it is. And Morning Sky recorded it all and wanted to get a degree, a master's degree in this subject, but they all laughed at him. Um, you know, they probably laughed at him because they, uh, they don't, academia doesn't want this to go down in the records. So it goes beyond just like, you know, ridicule. They, they probably believed him. You know, why, he doesn't have any reason to lie. Um, but, uh, wow, that's interesting. He tried to get a master's degree in this. And to put it into the record, that that's a very, um, that's a really uh, clever, brilliant thing to do, to try to get it into the uh, public record to uh, our, um, you know, our, um, you know, it's the lamestream media, but our, um, you know, official records, public record. Right. Right, well, <laughs> it's difficult to uh, convey these concepts, but let's start with uh, essentially because his, his history is vast and we don't have time to get into the entire s scope of it, but the idea is that the reptilians were the first species to colonize Earth, if I'm correct. Yes. And that's what, that's what we said. Would that then be, would that correlate to the dinosaurs? According to, uh, according to Robin Owings, they brought the dinosaurs with them to this solar system as pets as a food source a food source they relied on the dinosaurs as a food source if you can imagine a species that relies on dinosaur meat <laughs> that's what they did according according to <laughs> um hmm interesting uh, but why such big dinosaurs or did that just uh, get kind of get out of control the morning sky mm -hmm. and so these reptilians that came uh to colonize earth they still see earth they still exist they see they see earth as their planet no. yes as the original inhabitants yes they think it's their planet but now have in the course of uh, time have they adapted to a new form are the reptilians that have basically uh, over time transformed into humans or are do you believe reptilians are still a species that exist for example underground yes they're underground uh what happened was the there was a federation of human planets human star systems that decided to confront them on this planet because of what they had done in the star system lyra which they had destroyed l-y-r-a lyra and by the way the federation does that sound familiar like any trickies out there three planets and slaughtered 50 million humans that was the first encounter between reptilians and humans which was many millions of years ago as, as a result of that the humans had to scatter throughout the galaxy and some of them came here and they settled on two planets they settled on maldek which was the fourth planet in line and on mars 
According to Morning Sky, the Earth at that time was a water planet, was uninhabited. So humans lived in this solar system for quite a long time, unbothered by anybody else. All the humans were here before the reptilians came. The humans came to Maldek and Mars. M-A-L-D-E-K, by the way, I have to rewind. <clears throat> we study. Today we study aliens. What's really going on? There was a federation of human planets, human star systems, that decided to confront them on this planet because of what they had done in the star system Lyra, which they had destroyed three planets and slaughtered 50 million humans. That was the first encounter between reptilians and humans, which was many millions of years ago. As, as a result of that, the humans had to scatter throughout the galaxy. And some of them came here. Hmm. And they settled on two planets. They settled on Maldek, which was the fourth planet in line, and on Mars. Uh, according to Morning Sky, the Earth at that time was a water planet. It was uninhabited. Hmm. So humans lived in this solar system for quite a long time. On an, Unbothered uh, by anybody else. All the humans were Weren't here before they fish the fish or anything? Came. The humans came the to Maldek stuff, and right? Mars and not to Earth before the reptilians got here. That's right. <clears throat> of course, the reptilians roamed the galaxy. They had, they had spacefaring technology for, according to Monica, they've had it for thousands and thousands of years, perhaps millions of years. And they finally got here to our system and saw that there were two human civilizations living here and they decided to get rid of them. So ultimately in this war, how, what was the resolution? Obviously humans are still here, so. The resolution was that their, their plan was to take over the water planet that we call Earth and make it into an inhabitable planet for themselves in this solar system. What they did was they destroyed Maldek. How they destroyed it is questionable. They had the weaponry to do it. They had a so-called Death Star weaponry, which they used to destroy planets in Lyra. So some people think they, the Death Star came too close to Maldek and thereby made it explode. Others think they had a weapon that destroyed it. In any case... Death Star came too close to Maldek and made it explode. It turned into asteroid belt, which we now know. Then as they went by Mars, they stripped Mars of uh, much of its atmosphere. So the Martians, who were then humans, also had to go underground on Mars. And then they came to Earth, and they dried it out, made it, made it uh, susceptible to their inhabitation. Uh, two, two continents emerged from the water. One we called Lemuria, the other Atlantis. And uh, according to Morning Sky, they created the moon, which is an artificial planet and started to inhabit the Earth. Having done what they chose to do to Maldek and Mars, they now felt unconstrained to worry about humans in this solar system. However, they were hasty in making that decision because the Federation was not pleased with this. And uh, however, the, uh, according to Morning Sky, the, the reptilians lived here un, undisturbed for uh, about two or three hundred thousand years on this planet and at that point the federation decided to send a race of humans here which 
at that time was in, in living in the Pleiades, who were originally from Lyra. So they had been through the Lyra desecration. Mm -hmm. They were a fierce human race and very advanced. The rest of the Federation didn't like these guys because they were troublesome. So the Federation says, we're going to send them to Earth to confront the reptilians. Kind of like Australia, the universe. And supposedly, <laughs> that was the first human presence. Why not? <clears throat> to their own habitation. Uh, two, two continents emerged from the water. One we called Lemuria, the other Atlantis. And uh, according to Morning Sky, they created the moon, which is an artificial planet, and started to inhabit the Earth. Having done what they chose to do to Malek and Mars, the they now felt unconstrained to worry about humans in this solar system. However, they were hasty in making that decision because the Federation was not pleased with this. And uh, however, the uh, according to Morning Sky, the uh, the reptilians lived here un undisturbed for uh, about about two or three hundred thousand years on this planet. And at that point, the Federation decided to send a race of humans here, which at that time was in, in living in the Pleiades, who were originally from Lyra. So they had been through the Lyra desecration. They were a fierce human race and very advanced. The rest of the Federation didn't like these guys because they were troublesome. So the Federation says, we're going to send them to Earth. To confront the reptilians. To make trouble with did. the reptilians. And supposedly, that was the first human presence on this planet was on Atlantis. And ultimately, that war resolved with the humans winning and the reptilians going underground. Yes, the uh, the the Atlanteans or the the Atlans, they were called the Atlans, had very powerful weaponry, and they bombarded uh, Lemuria with uh, electronic pulse weapons of some sort. And ultimately, it sank. The whole continent, but according, the, according to Morning Sky, what? Atlantis did. Atlantis stayed above water, but Muria sank, and the Atlanta, the reptilians were forced to go underground. It didn't. That didn't bother them at all because they were used to that. Mm -hmm. And they created an entire civilization inside our planet with high-speed trains, everything that still exists. But ultimately, on above ground, people have talked about the reptilian influence over our politics, our you know, bloodlines, the elite bloodlines. Would you say it's reptilian influence, or it's actually uh, other humans, like you talk about the Pleiadian warriors that were sent here? Is it those who are the ultimate uh, rulers above ground? Well, Atlantis, Atlantis established a tremendous civilization here. They had... Um, <clears throat> things that we haven't even developed yet in terms of technology. And uh, about 50,000 years ago, they had a golden civilization on Atlantis. Mm -hmm. uh, they were also very spiritual. And they did not have what we now refer to as a reptilian brain, because that came later. Uh, the reptilians then did what they always do they uh, created hybrids. They created part reptilian, part human hybrids. And those hybrids eventually caused the demise of Atlantis. They, they became what we call a fifth column. 
in uh, Atlantean society, and ultimately they cause Atlantis to sink as well. Mm -hmm. And so then now we live obviously in the post deluge, post Atlantean world. Right. So the ruling elite are still the hybrid reptilians? No, the, the Atlanteans scattered throughout the planet. A lot of them went to Tibet, they went to Central America. They had advance notice of what was coming. Edgar Casey talked about this. He called it the children, the migration of the children of the law of one. They created advanced civilizations in uh, Central America, in Tibet, also an underground uh, uh, civilization called the Garta, mm -hmm. under the Gobi Desert. So uh, the humans had gotten away to the point where they could keep the human race on this planet alive. And uh, the battle continued. The reptilians and the humans continued to uh, fight. And it was finally the Federation agreed to a compromise in order to decide who really controls this planet, Earth. And uh, it was decided to create a new human race about 40,000 40, years ago. And we are that new human race. And unfortunately, <clears throat> the deal was that this new human race, by, by agreement with the humans and the reptilians, would have a reptilian DNA in the so-called reptilian brain, mm -hmm. which we have. Right, and that's the easiest place to mind control. Exactly. With the fight or exactly flight, right. the fight or flight uh, yes. part of our, of our reactive mind. Exactly. But um, at that point, you're saying, since then, there, what has the relationship been like? There's a, basically a truce that's ongoing between the Federation and the, the stronger reptilian, probably Drake, Draco, Draconian reptilians, that neither one can intervene too much? Or how, I mean, how is it ultimately working out? Well, the instructions given to the first humans were be fruitful and multiply in, in the Old Testament because they wanted as many here as possible. And so we have multiplied to the point where we're now 7 billion strong. Right. The uh, reptilians remain uh, in low numbers underground. What that number is, I don't know. Alex Collier thinks it's only 1,800. You know, uh, this is why we need to know the truth, because there are these uh, fucking reptilian race underground, you know, they, they um, who have enslaved us. <clears throat> we need to know. We need to know about this so that we can uh, we can protect ourselves as a race. I mean, they've got... What if they decide to, uh, <clears throat> and it seems like the, you know, their, their reptilian fucking so-called leaders hijacked our elections. I mean, like they've been, they've been rigged for fucking decades now. Um, and they have the, uh, technology to wipe us out again you know that's why that, that's why they these reptiles they want to destabilize our it's our environment they don't care because they've got underground to go to and they, they like it underground anyway because they're fucking reptiles <clears throat> but uh that's the reptiles are the real enemy
And so the battle has continued, but the reptilians use their, their perennial uh, weapon, which is to create hybrids. They simply abduct humans, they mix the DNA with the reptilian. They have become what we now refer to as the, the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. And they basically run the show here. Yeah. But why is it that the Federation allows all this history to be hidden from us is my question because there's not too much evidence of uh, alien presence there's an occasional there's a, the occasional uh, cave painting or, or painting from the past with in, images in the sky UFOs there's the you know the question of who built the pyramids but why won't would the Federation let humans know that yes there are aliens and we are not the, alone the, the Illuminati run the media they control the media they control the banks, they control the media, they're in charge. But why isn't the Federation, which has obviously fought the reptilians historically, why aren't they playing more of a role uh, in influencing? Apparently the, the rules humans. of the galaxy are such that we're, they're not allowed to interfere directly. They're not allowed to interfere. We have to, we have to fight our own battles here. And we have to win using our own, using our own, tech, uh, using our own technology and our own resources. Uh -huh. uh, they're here to help us in many other ways. For instance, uh, in my book, I make the point that it was the Federation that created the Enlightenment because the Catholic Church had become completely dominated by the reptilians. And they were, they were deciding, using it as a means of mind control. Mind control is the way they operate. Mm -hmm. And we created, they created, they created, the Federation created the Enlightenment, which consisted of volunteers from various human systems to come here, incarnate, and do what they did, which was the U.S. Constitution, the the, the anti-religious uh, precept that Jefferson came up with, all of that, science, technology. So you see, they've been active in that way, hoping that we could create a civilization here on our own to confront them and ultimately to win. So you speak about use, utilizing uh, basically humans activating their own awakening essentially and utilizing their own technology to defeat this um, one of the one of the theories you postulated is that the US invasion of Iraq which many people to this <clears> day <throat> I think wonder as to the motivation beyond the oil question seems to be something deeper stargates ancient technology this is ancient Babylon we're speaking of right so what do you, uh, why do you believe that there was a desire to get a control of this tech I think it was Michael Sala who first brought this up and I think he was right I read his stuff and I kind of came to the same conclusion that that there is a stargate in Iraq which is north of Baghdad and uh, we were afraid that the the aliens would come through the stargate in numbers and ultimately use it as a base of operations. So the whole intent of the invasion, according to Sala and according to others, William Henry, was to control that access to that Stargate. Now, which aliens are we talking about? Are we talking about actual like reinforcements from the positive side, or this would be negative? Sala claims that they were trying to trying to prevent the, the uh, Anunnaki from coming through uh, because the Anunnaki supposedly inhabit the planet Nibiru which comes through on a 3600 year cycle and once they get when they get close to our solar system they could come through the Stargate the Anunnaki are dis distantly related to the reptilians although my understanding is that they're not friendly the Anunnaki are not friendly to humans or to reptilians? to the reptilians mm -hmm. 
they are reptilian in many ways, but they're not true reptilian. So I think Sitchin, Sitchin didn't make that point, but that's my belief. So would you say the Illuminati then was trying to prevent just another rival to their power with that invasion? No, I don't think the Illuminati were behind the invasion of Iraq. Hmm? Ultimately, they woke. Yeah, they might have been. They might have been. It's possible that they were trying to pre prevent the Anunnaki, who the reptilians don't like, from coming through. Right. That would right. make sense. What is it that you think goes ultimately the desire of reptilians with the human race? Are we just the food source to them? I mean, what you know, what, do they, what do they see us as? According to the history that uh, Robert Morningsky talked about, the reptilian empire, which is very large <clears throat> and consists of approximately 21 star systems in this part of the galaxy, that they have taken over. And when they take over a planet, they usually turn the inhabitants into slaves. Not direct slaves, but indirect slaves, because they want them to continue to be productive. And uh, we, would, we were just going to be part of that empire. Would you say that we are currently under the control of reptilians via the Illuminati? I think so. The Illuminati definitely run the show here. I don't think anyone argues with that. They control the media. They control the banks. They control the, the educational system. They control religion. What's left? So what is the actual process towards awakening that humans can achieve? How do we kick our rulers aside and um, activate our own potential? The main advantage that we have is, is our consciousness, according to an alien by the name of Kyla, who came here from the Procyon system. Procyon, P-R-O-C-Y-O-N. We, we have the ability to reach into the higher dimension. <coughs> the reptilians do not have that ability. That's why they try and keep us dumbed down. If we could raise our consciousness, not very much really, to the point where uh, we see what they're all about and understand what it's all about, the game is over. Mm -hmm. They can't. They can't. They can't win here. You referenced a lot of obviously researchers, people like. Uh, That's why we need Warning to know. Scott, like so they Sala. can't win here. What is your own? Do you have your own experiences, or uh, besides besides the UFO sighting, that would really um, lend your belief system? I say have shaped your belief system that makes you take their perspectives as legitimate. Well, I had an experience while I was in the Air Force, but it didn't, direct, it didn't directly affect my particular conclusions about the reptilians. But uh, I use intuition a great deal and put just connect the dots, and I came to the conclusion that David Icke was on the right track. And the more I put things together, I could see how it all fell together. I realized that basically right now we're in a stalemate the humans and the reptilians. And there are forces in the galaxy that do not want this to become another Lyra. How do you think that this new work of yours will help people recognize, say, wake up in a sense, not be afraid, not feel like, wow, we've been the slaves for so long, there's really no hope, we are just stuck here. And, we need uh, to, we need to get rid of the reptilians. How do you think we'll actually... Or, uh, you know, um, or conquer them, conquer them basically, or uh, you know, just um, <clears throat> yeah, we need to con conquer them, hold them maybe in some kind of, uh, you know, take them prisoners. There's only eighteen hundred of them. Why don't we just like go get them? Go get them, round them up.
round them up and uh, put them in one area where we can keep an eye on them. Put them in a like a big, big ass. I mean, they don't, they don't, you know, declare war on the reptile. Why don't we declare on on the reptile on the reptiles? And uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, round them up. And um, you know, if they if they want to fight to the death or whatever, then they can fight to the death. But. Uh, <clears throat> Ow! Ow. Uh, but otherwise, uh, you know, they can give ask, tell them to give themselves up. Tell them to give themselves up, or we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to fucking round them up like doggies. You know, give them a chance, give them a chance to um, to give themselves up. But the thing is, they have weapons. So this is this is the problem. They have they have they've been around millions of years, so they have advanced weapons that could. And, and they're underground. They don't care if uh, you know the the above ground climate goes to hell. They want that. That's why they're they're behind this. Uh, You know, this is what we get when we allow two reptiles... I mean, like, basically, uh, Hillary and fuckface Nazi... Nazi face. Um, it's be- it was basically a choice between reptiles. And, um... And Hitler, obviously, uh... sided with the reptiles... They broke out with the reptiles up in Antarctica. <clears throat> so there's not much we can. Uh, yeah, there's a stalemate. I understand a stalemate now. Help them empower their con- themselves to recognize their own consciousness. Once we when, once we truly appreciate the the uh, potential of the human race, uh, once we understand that, and we will understand that eventually as we raise our consciousness. Then, then there's yeah, no stopping us we can reach into the fifth dimension and beyond. They cannot do that. So really, we have the advantage, if only we could understand it. But as long as they keep our educational system, our media under their control, and keep us dumbed down, we amuse ourselves with video games. Right. Right. The virtual reality is another way, potentially. Virtual reality, yes. And eventually, they want to create a human race that is part robotic. Right. And part human. By doing that, they can plug us into their central computer and then control us completely. Right. Right. And that's the, absolutely the, the ultimate threat of servitude and enslavement. Exactly. Right. And eventually, the only entities left on this planet will be the hybrids or robotic or uh, aliens. Mm-hmm. And the humans that derive their power from spiritual sources will be gone. Oh, right. shit. And they plan to do this by replacing humans with hybrids slowly, little by little. Once oh, it reaches fuck. a certain number, then we're gone. It's a pretty frightening concept. Yeah. Let's hope that we have allies uh, we elsewhere do. from we the do Federation and others who are working with us to uh, yes. liberate our consciousness. Len, thank you so much for joining me today. I really yeah, appreciate Yeah, what is Elon Musk? Anyway, is he a hybrid? 
seems like a hybrid. Remember why? Because this is such a dense, rich material that we really need to know. And uh, about 50,000 years ago, they had a golden civilization on Atlantis. Mm -hmm. uh, they were also very spiritual. And they did not have what we now refer to as a reptilian brain because that came later. Uh, the reptilians then did what they always do. They uh, created hybrids. They created part reptilian, part human hybrids. And those hybrids eventually caused the demise of Atlantis. They, they became what we call a fifth column in mm -hmm. Atlantean society. And ultimately, they caused Atlantis. To I need to look that well. up, fifth column. Mm -hmm. That? And so then, now we live obviously in the post deluge, post Atlantean world. So the ruling elite are still the hybrid reptilians. No, the the Atlanteans scattered throughout the planet. A lot of them went to Tibet. They went to Central America. They had advance notice of what was coming. Edgar Casey talked about this. He called it the children, the migration of the children of the Law of One. They created advanced civilizations in. Uh, Central America, in Tibet, also an underground. That's um, why in, in Tibet they can levitate um, using sounds. They can, uh, you know, it's the government knows about this, but they, you know, they keep this hidden. But it's it's true, and uh, which gives kind of like a special significance to like Tibetan singing bowls. Uh, uh, civilization called the Garta mm -hmm. under the Gobi Desert. So uh, the humans had gotten away to the point where they could keep the human race on this planet alive. And uh, the battle continued. The reptilians and the humans continued to uh, fight. And it was finally the Federation agreed to a compromise in order to decide who really controls this planet, Earth. And uh, it was decided to create a new human race about 40,000 40, years ago. And we are that new human race. And unfortunately, the deal was that this new human race, by agreement with the humans and the reptilians would have a reptilian DNA in the <coughs> reptilian brain, mm -hmm. which we have. Right, and that's the easiest place to mind control people exactly. with the fight or exactly flight, right. the fight or flight uh, yes. part of our, of our reactive mind. Exactly. But um, at that point, you're saying since then, there, what has the relationship been like? There's a, basically a truce that's ongoing between the Federation and the, the stronger reptilian, probably Drake, Draco, Alp, Draconian reptilians that neither one can intervene too much or how I mean how is it ultimately working out well the instructions given to the first humans were be fruitful and multiply in the Old Testament because they wanted as many here as possible and so we have multiplied to the point where we're now seven billion strong right the uh, reptilians remain uh, in low numbers underground what that number is I don't know Alex Collier thinks it's only 1800 and so the battle has continued but the reptilians use their, their perennial re, re, uh, weapon, 
which is to create hybrids. They simply abduct humans, they mix the DNA with the reptilian. They have become what we now refer to as the, the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. And they basically run the show here. But why is it that the Federation allows all this history to be hidden from us is my question because there's not too much evidence of uh, alien presence. There's an occasional, there's a, the occasional uh, cave painting or, or painting from the past with in, images in the sky, UFOs. There's the you know the question of who built the pyramids. But why won't? What did the Federation let humans the, know that yes, there are aliens and we are not the, alone? The, the Illuminati run the media. They control the media. They control the banks, they control the media, they're in charge. But why isn't the Federation, which has obviously fought the reptilians historically, why aren't they playing more of a role uh, in influencing? Apparently the, the rules humans. of the galaxy are such that we're, they're not allowed to interfere directly. They're not allowed to interfere. We have to, we have to fight our own battles here. And we have to win using our own, using our own, uh, using our own technology and our own resources. Uh -huh. uh, they're here to help us in many other ways. For instance, uh, in my book, I make the point that it was the Federation that created the Enlightenment because the Catholic Church had become completely dominated by the reptilians. And they were, they were deciding, using it as a means of mind control. Mind control is the way they operate. Mm -hmm. And we created, they created, they created, the Federation created the Enlightenment, which consisted of volunteers from various human systems to come here incarnate and do what they did which was the u.s constitution the the, the anti-religious uh, precept that jefferson came up with all of that science technology so you see they've been active in that way you notice that uh hoping you know vice president ponce Um, you know, he's like an, he's an uber Christian. Those people, they're like fucking robots. Those are, those are real reptilians. I mean, those are, those are hybrids. Those are hybrids. that we could create a civilization here Hybrid on our own to confront or, them and ultimately to win. So you speak about using, utilizing, uh, basically humans activating their own awakening essentially and utilizing their own technology to defeat this. Um, one of the theories you postulated is that the U.S. invasion of Iraq which many people to this day, I think, wonder as to the motivation beyond the oil question seems to be something deeper. Stargates, ancient technology, this is ancient Babylon we're speaking of, right? So what do you, uh, why do you believe that there was a desire to get a control of this tech? I think it was Michael Sala who first brought this up, and I think he was right. I read his stuff, and I came to the same conclusion that, that there is a Stargate in Europe, which is north of Baghdad, and uh, we were afraid that the the aliens would come through the Stargate in numbers and ultimately use it as a base of operations. So the whole intent of the invasion, according to Sala and according to others, William Henry, was to control that access to that Stargate. Now, which aliens are we talking about? Are we talking about actual like reinforcements from the positive side, or this would be negative? Sala claims that... I want another... I want a whole series with this guy should read his books. They were trying to trying to prevent the, the uh, Anunnaki from coming through uh, because the Anunnaki supposedly inhabit the planet Nibiru, which comes through on a 3,600-year cycle. And once they get when they get close to our solar system, 
if they could come through the Stargate, the Anunnaki are dis distantly related to the reptilians. Although my understanding is that they're not friendly. The Anunnaki are not friendly to humans or to reptilians? To the reptilians. Mm -hmm. They are reptilian in many ways, but they're not true reptilians. So I think Sitchin, Sitchin didn't make that point, but that's my belief. So would you say the Illuminati then was trying to prevent just another rival to their power with that invasion? No, I don't think the Illuminati were behind the invasion of Iraq. Ultimately, they didn't It, it might have been. They might have been. It's possible that they were trying to, pre to prevent the Anunnaki, who the reptilians don't like, from coming through. Right. That would make sense. What is it that you think goes ultimately... I need to learn more about the Anunnaki. ...the desire of reptilians with the human race? Are we just the food source to them? I mean, what, you know, what, do, they, what do they see us as? According to the history that uh, Robert Morningsky talked about, the reptilian empire, which is very large and consists of approximately 21 star systems in this part of the galaxy, that they have taken over. And when they take over a planet, they usually turn the inhabitants into slaves. Not direct slaves, but indirect slaves, because they want them to continue to be productive. And uh, we, would, we were just going to be part of that empire. Would you say that we are currently under the control of reptilians via the Illuminati? I think so. The Illuminati definitely run the show here. I don't think anyone argues with that. They control the media. They control the banks. They control the educational system. They control religion. What's left? So what is the actual process towards awakening that humans can achieve? How do we kick our rulers aside and um, activate our own potential? The main advantage that we have is, is our consciousness, according to an alien by the name of Kyla, who came here from the Procyon system. But we, have, we have the ability to reach into the higher dimensions. The reptilians do not have that ability. That's why they try and keep us dumbed down. If we could raise our consciousness, not very much really, to the point where uh, we see what they're all about and understand what it's all about, the game is over. Mm -hmm. they, can't, they, can't, they can't win here. That's you what we need to do. We need to at least be aware. People like uh, Morning Sky, people like Sala. What is your own, do you have your own experiences or uh, besides, besides the UFO sighting that would really um, lend your belief system, I say have shaped your belief system that makes you take their perspectives as legitimate? Well, I had an experience while I was in the Air Force, but it didn't, direct, it didn't directly affect my particular conclusions about the reptilians. But uh, I, I use, use intuition a great deal and put just connect the dots, and I came to the conclusion that David Icke was on the right track. And the more I put things together, I could see how it all fell together. I realized that basically right now we're in a stalemate the humans and the reptilians. And there are forces in the galaxy that do not want this to become another Lyra. How do you think that this new work of yours will help people recognize, say, wake up in a sense, not be afraid, not feel like, wow, we've been the slaves for so long, there's really no hope, we are just stuck here. And uh, how do you think it will actually help them empower their themselves and recognize their own consciousness? Once we, once we truly appreciate the, the uh, potential of the human race, uh, once we understand that, and we will understand that eventually as we raise our consciousness. 
then then there's no stopping us because we can reach into the fifth dimension and beyond they cannot do that so really we have the advantage They're if stuck only we here. can understand it but as long as they keep our why can't we um have like a fucking um truce with them or of you know I'm sure they want to live how about if they just leave our fucking civilization alone and uh you know and stop uh stop terrorizing us trying to yeah how do we get them off our back you guys think about it meditate on that meditate. how can we get the fucking reptilians off our back and and uh beaten back why how can we uh how can we nail them for education i would say should meditate on that should meditate on that as a as a world as a planet Everybody meditate on that. How can we? How can we uh, overthrow the? Uh, you know these these wannabe enslavers. I mean, they're already underground. They want to live, of course, but they're. I mean, they're so they're so powerful, and it's. And it's uh, but we have the Federation as help, you know, for for guidance. So maybe a call on Metatron or. <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, archangels or Michael or or um, I did a podcast on all the on all the archangels and apparently if you call on all of their all of them they have to help you call their name if you call somebody's name they have to help you and uh, somebody's name. <clears throat> system our media under their control and keep us dumbed down we amuse Screwed. ourselves with video games right that's right. that's quite a statement right there I should sample that they will actually help them empower their themselves recognize their own consciousness once we when, once we truly appreciate the the uh, potential of the human race uh, once we understand that and we will understand that eventually as we raise our consciousness then, then there's no stopping us because we can reach into the fifth dimension and beyond. They cannot do that. So really, we have the advantage if only we could understand it. But as long as they keep our educational system, our media under their control and keep us dumbed down, we amuse ourselves with video games.